102.7 ESPN Studios in Austin, Texas. This is the Jeff Ward Show. And welcome to our little show. Here's the way it works. I riff on stuff and you respond. The phone numbers, you'll need them. 512-834-1027. That's 512-834-1027. On Twitter or X or whatever it's called this week, I'm at Jeff Ward Show. I guess it's important that uh, you know that now because I'm about to talk about Twitter or X or whatever it's called this week. So if you want to post comments on Twitter or X or whatever it's called, I do so. Just get to the point. Please don't suck. Make the show better if you can. That's at Jeff Ward Show. Make sure you check out the show podcast. Drop it every afternoon. The Jeff Ward Show podcast is available wherever you download your podcast. Subscribe to it. I would also encourage you to subscribe to the YouTube channel as well, even though I look like Shrek. Uh, We drop that each afternoon as well. So check it out on YouTube. That's the Jeff Ward Show. Okay. Uh, Pretty good chance I make everyone angry, and that's cool. If you disagree, that's cool too. Good luck. Let's go. It's a weird setup, but here it goes. The NFL cannot embrace Taylor Swift and Alex Jones at the same time. Yep. I want you to think about that. I think it's a decent setup for what is about to happen. Am I about to make you think? I hope so. I hope so. It should. The NFL cannot embrace Taylor Swift and Alex Jones at the same time. Now, the pressure is on, very much on. I don't know that the person involved cares, but the pressure is very much on. $100 million is $100 million. So the NFL, just to give, uh, I think most people now know this, is um, the NFL rarely makes public relations mistakes. And if the NFL has a problem or it does make a public relations mistake, it usually fixes it immediately. Now, it may come in the form of just paying somebody off to shut up, but the NFL and its owners, the most powerful cartel in the world, will make their problems and their PR issues go away. The NFL has an Elon Musk problem. The NFL is staring down an Elon Musk problem. It has quietly had an Elon Musk problem for a while now, and it's all bubbling up. I said, yep, that's quite a trifecta there. Taylor Swift, Alex Jones, and Elon Musk, but I think it works, and I think it works pretty well, and I think it's very much the issue. So it's not necessarily a Twitter or X problem. It's an Elon Musk problem. The NFL has the same problem a lot of other advertisers have and content providers have, And that's Elon Musk has let Twitter or X become toxic. Or if you want to phrase it a different way, that's cool too. I don't care. If you want to say that Elon Musk has turned Twitter or X in such a way that it's toxic, that's fine too. Either way, the net result is the same. It's a bad business. Made a bad business. So think about this as well. Um... The calculus, if you are a business, and I want you to think in these terms, okay? Don't do the easy thing, okay? Don't do the easy radio thing and just say, I got an opinion, that's it, let's have a hot take. Think it through. If you're a business, how toxic is it? How toxic must it be that it runs you off? Here's the the thing. And I don't want this to sound completely like a lecture hall, but some of it's going to sound like a lecture hall. So hang in there. You're a business and you want the audience. Okay? You absolutely want the audience. That's what you do. You expose your business to potential customers, right? But does reaching that audience come at a price? And I don't just mean the out-of-pocket price to find the audience. I mean more to it than that. If you're a business, you want the audience, but at what price? Okay, think about that and the setup. This will sound like, I'm sorry, it's going to sound like a lecture hall. So I'll I'll do the best that I can to blow through this pretty quickly. But I think most thinking people can appreciate this. Um, The media model is, is this. Content providers, I said a media model, not opinions. I said a media model as a business now. The media model is this. Um, 
Content providers want an audience. Got it? Content providers want an audience. Sounds pretty simple, right? Whether they're Jeff Ward or the NFL or blah, 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 whatever. You want an audience. We're in the audience business. Advertisers want qualified customers. I think a lot of times, this will sound like a lecture, but a lot of times, you know, people throw around terms about, oh, I just want eyeballs and clicks. No, you don't. You do not. That's not a business. What you want as an advertiser is a qualified customer. Not just any eyeball. You want a qualified customer. You want that for your product or service. The simple science of media Um, you hope works like this, the simple science, but it's never going to be that simple. It's certainly not going to be that simple when Elon Musk has inserted himself. The simple science of media is, hey, you get an audience, the audience appeals to advertisers because they want that qualified customer the audience delivers. Elon Musk has mucked it up, and I said mucked. The NFL provides content that draws an audience. Advertisers value at a certain price. It is one of the most valuable content providers on the planet. Absolutely. Across every platform. The NFL is the content gift that keeps giving. The model is no more complicated than... Content provider wants an audience. Advertisers want qualified customers. Do they match? Do you give me a customer I want, a customer that might buy my product or service? Elon Musk has screwed it all up. Now what? Uh, The Elon Musk problem. And you're going to say, well, but he's cool. He's a renegade. Okay, fine. Be a renegade all you want. You'll burn through $42 billion and you may not care. But there's more to this whole thing. And this is why the NFL now has a problem. The business that hates PR problems is now walking itself right into a PR problem. The Elon Musk problem is this, and I don't think I'm saying anything that any sensible person, any smart person hasn't thought of already. He's ruined his own platform as a business. He may not care, and I think it's increasingly becoming obvious he doesn't care, but he's ruining the business. Being a risky, just to qualify this, um, because I'm a fan of risk. I'm not a fan of stupid, but I'm a fan of risk. Uh, Being a risky content provider is fine. I like it. Um, Some of us are called that. But you can be a risky content provider and still be a good business. He's become a train wreck of a content provider that is ruining his own business. But Jeffy doesn't care. Okay. He's really, uh, I think he's going to start caring. Because one of the biggest content providers there is, whose check's always clear, is saying, I don't know, man. I don't know anymore. He screwed up the business in two ways. I said this from the very beginning. I'm a, I'm a, I was a fan of the innovative storyline of Elon Musk. I always have, always asked the question, you know, where does he fit on this innovator scale? Is he more Steve Jobs or is he a huckster like Donald Trump? Like, where does he fit? And I'm increasingly believing he's just in the media because it's a bunch of fanboys who suck up to him. That's not the way to be in the media business. I know you're going to think otherwise, but it's not. I said the business. So it's like he's become a prisoner of the audience. That's bad for business if you're trying to run the business. If you don't care if you burn through $42 billion, I guess not. But I bet you at some point you do. So he screwed up the, 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 the platform in a number of ways. Um, with the business of the platform. Because we're all still there. I mean, it's effective. It's, we hate to see it go away. Um, but the, as a content, he's become a train wreck as a content provider. And that's what screws up the business. It's two ways. Okay. You're not buying eyeballs. Don't let anybody say that to you, okay? Listen to nothing else I'm telling you, but but I'm giving you some advice. Don't just buy into that concept. Don't. Not just eyeballs. You're trying to reach buyers. Got it? I don't care what you're selling. You're trying to reach someone who might be a qualified customer for you. Retweeting anti-Semitic rants and letting Alex Jones seize the platform is not conducive. Ready for it? Good demographics, which is not conducive to buyers. There's not much. I'm sure this is going to go over well, but I don't care to say. I have no problem with this. There's not much of a market for rednecks. I'm not saying there's none. 
Not saying that. You insert whatever joke you want. I'm just telling you for $42 billion, you're not going to make your money back with rednecks. Okay? There's a market, but it's not a place for Procter & Gamble. It's not a place for Mercedes. It's not a place to sell Chevy Tahoes. It's not a place for Specs, blah, 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 blah. It's not a market enough dollars want. It's a bad business idea. Okay? You may love the market. You may enjoy sucking up to the market. You too maybe breathe your own exhaust fumes. But it's not a good business model at all. The other part, and this is not really the science part, that's the media science. Okay? Never confuse it. Doesn't matter what platform it is. Never let anybody make it more complicated. It is as simple as content provider provides an audience of which advertisers want a qualified customer. They match up and it's all priced. This isn't the science, um, and I don't like this. Um, and I wish all businesses were based. I wish the whole model was based on pure science. But being associated with Alex Jones, and now Elon Musk, is not a place businesses want to be. It's a bad idea, particularly when one of your biggest customers is now saying, oh, man, our deal was up for renewal and you did that? Like, but Jeff, blank you, he doesn't care. Okay. Okay, you sure? <laughs> okay. We're about to find out. Um, I know, Alex. I get it. Trust me, I get it. But it's not a good business. It's not what the NFL, it's not what Mercedes, it's not what Tahoe's, it's not what, go down the list. If you're selling, trying to sell $400,000 houses in North Austin, or trying to sell Chevy Tahoe's or laptops, is this really where you want to be? You want to be next to him? Is, do you? Is that smart business? The reasonable consumer will say, if you're with him, I'm out. If you keep saying that stuff, I'm out. You're becoming bad for business. Me giving you money is getting me blowback, which is bad for business. It's a terrible trifecta. Elon Musk has become what I've called in my business crusaders. Crusaders, that's what I call them. Uh, you may love them. I don't care. I'm just telling you it's not a great business. When you're a content provider and it's all about you and leading people over a hill and hey, let's go get them, guys, and all that kind of stuff, Fine. I'm going to call you a crusader. I don't think it's very interesting. And I don't think it's a very big market. I think it's a pretty bad business. And I think he's been sucked into his own vortex of being a crusader of some kind. I don't know what. And it's going to come at a price. A big, big price. The NFL has been in bed with Twitter or X. And it's been smart. The NFL is brilliant. It is a brilliant content provider. The NFL has tentacles all over the place. The NFL knows exactly what it's doing as a business. Remember what I said to start. Can you embrace Taylor Swift and Alex Jones at the same time? I think the answer is clearly no. The NFL, if you had to find a place, let's do a Venn diagram, kids. If you had to find a place, is it going to be more Taylor Swift or more Alex Jones? Huh? You think they don't want to make money? The NFL is in the business to make a lot of money for its owners so it can continue to put out a great product. So the NFL had a huge deal, has a huge deal with Twitter or X. The NFL is entertainment and advertising gold. And it cares a lot. And the NFL, if the NFL bails on Twitter or X, um, the platform is not a business. And I think it's on its way to being neither. But if you really want to crash and burn the business, if you just want to be, as I like to tell students, go breathe your own exhaust fumes. Go right ahead. That's great business. If that's what you want to do, old Elon from Southwest Austin, Bowie High School's very own, Circle C's very own Elon Musk is walking his way into trouble now. Because the NFL matters in the content world. Wall Street Journal is reporting the National Football League is in an uncomfortable position. Remember what I said. Can you embrace Taylor Swift and Alex Jones? Can you be in the same place and not have blowback? 
It's in talks to renew its $100 million deal with Elon Musk's troubled social media platform X, formerly known as Twitter. The journal reports Musk's unhinged behavior and the surge in hate and extremism on his platform have complicated the partnership, which the Wall Street Journal reports is up for renewal. He doesn't care, Jeff. Okay, as I said, then don't be a business. Be a carnival barker all day long. Raise the question now, the journal reports, as to whether or not the NFL will renew its deal with the imperiled social media company. Over the weekend, Musk reinstated the account of Alex Jones. That's cool, Jeff. Okay. Nice going. Well played. You just lost more money. You don't care? Then don't care. Guess who's about to exit stage left, and you will care if you're in the content business. When the NFL walks out the door, you lose your ass. You lose your ass. <laughs> it just tells you. That's not a good day if you want to run a business. If you want to be in the entertainment business. So, um, Alex is back. Okay. The NFL has previously said that it has voiced concerns about hate on X to Musk and the platform directly. You do know recently some advertisers said the same. He apologized, to be fair. He apologized publicly that about the anti-retweeting, re-Xing, however you're supposed to say it, the uh, anti-Semitic rants. He apologized and then was told, you know, a bunch of these advertisers have bailed, of which he told them to go blank themselves. Again, really nice move. The NFL, you're going to tell the NFL to do the same for $100 bucks? Okay. The NFL doesn't want to leave, but it may have to. So what do you do, right? You know, can you be in the... Can you, well, it's just football, it's just football. No, it's not. Now, as I told you, I warned you in the beginning, don't be simple. It's not just football. They're a content provider who is in business with a bunch of advertisers. They're a company, an entertainment company, to circle it all back to Taylor Swift and Alex Jones. They're an entertainment company that immediately embraced and sold the demographic of Taylor Swift, enjoyed every single second of it. So, I I mean, ask yourself, can you have both? If you try to have both, because I know a lot of people are going to say yes. Okay, you go ahead and say yes. Go ahead. If you ask the, I don't even know if a CFO exists for Twitter at this point, but if you ask the CFO, how's that working out for you? I'm pretty certain they might throw up on their shoes. Can you exist by embracing both Alex Jones and Taylor Swift? Jeff Ward, weekdays on 102.7 ESPN. Pass the ball to the Jeff Ward Show. On 102.7 ESPN. Now, back to the Jeff Ward Show. Now, here's a few things. I was about to say, here's one thing I didn't think I'd be saying today, but I'm actually going to add that, amend that to quite a few things. And I, I'm not optimistic at all. I think your behavior is going to be terrible. I think you're going to say and do terrible things with this, and I really don't care, to be honest. I don't even know where to start, but uh, okay, I'll start with a headline. What's the perfect male buttocks look like? question mark well wow you know (laughs) okay apparently there's been a surge in plastic surgery for male butt cheeks you lazy punks run up the freaking hill you want to fix your butt cheeks run up the hill a bunch a bunch. I feel like I'm having, remember the shape-ups from several years ago? Skechers. Skechers pivoted into a really brilliant company. But shape-ups were going to make your butt look a certain way. And I remember getting in, well, probably getting in a lot of trouble for saying, you know what might change the shape of your butt? Just run up and down that hill a few hundred times. But that's a thing. It's a trend. And here comes <laughs> Duke University Medical School. Surgeon, Dr. A.S.H.I.T. Patel. Yeah, I'm right here. I'm sorry. Do do whatever you want. Our results demonstrate that there is a preferred male gluteal aesthetic. 
Yes, Doc, not fat. <laughs> Got it. Thanks for that. Well, apparently there is a, a, a surge, I guess is the right way to say it, in male butt enhancements. I don't know if the doctor's doing a lot of that. I guess he is, probably. Um, and so he's out there to now. The whole story's about how what these guys are wanting exactly. You know, maybe what you mean what they're wanting is uh, not working out. I mean that's what they want. Doc, I really like to pay you in all cash so I don't have to go up and down that hill like Ward says, or I don't have to do any squats like Ward says, or maybe I just sit on my ass. That ass sitting seems to shape that butt more than anything. Have you noticed that? I'm not even a scientist, and I've noticed that. Something about that butt sitting seems to shape that butt so you don't need so you have to go pay cash to go get your butt re so as the doctor says, that would be Dr. A S H I T Patel. He says the preferred male gluteal aesthetic. There. Right. So I guess what has been the trend among women, which to me is equally as offensive. And lazy, but my opinion is now the the stories about guys <laughs> getting butt implants. <laughs> uh, in other words, so it's like uh, I can see these high school or college dudes in the gym. They'll sit there and do you know curls for two and a half hours, and if first of all aerobically they couldn't walk up the stairs. Um, so now they're going to have, like, when you got enough money, enough cash for Dr. A.S.H.I.T. Patel, when you can pay Dr. Patel in cash, you're going to have these big butt cheeks and the calves that look like somebody's wrists. And you're wondering, then you have to go back to Dr. A.S.H.I.T. Patel and say, I need some calf implants too along the way for... The male gluteal aesthetic, as he likes to say. It's not the doctor's fault. It's not the doctor's fault at all. Uh, we call this buy or sell. Oh, thank God Cedric Golda didn't hear what I just said. I'm not even sure. I don't even know how to get out of this at this point. Not even sure where to, <laughs> not even sure where to go. Except I just want to keep saying, if you're in the market for all cash, I'm sure, for the preferred male gluteal aesthetic, you need to see Dr. A.S.H.I.T. Patel. And I suspect he's pretty good at Duke, right? I bet if you want the preferred, <laughs> I don't know how many options there are, not fat, not skinny. The preferred male gluteal aesthetic, I guess you just look on a wall or maybe pick it out of pictures. How does that work? When you're looking for somebody's butt, you uh, you pick it. How do you pick it out exactly? How exactly do you pick it out, citizens? When you pay cash, you know. Good for Doctor A S H I T Patel. All right, some tweets. This could be terrible. It should be terrible. There's no other way for it not to be terrible. At Jeff Ford Show. Um, <laughs> So Donald Trump hasn't made the golf cart fat ass in vogue? I'm shocked. He's going to bring the fat ass back and the double-pleated khakis. Pulled up to your <laughs> pull up to your breasts. Somehow that style is going to come back. At Jeff Ford Show, Elon should have his friend Joe Rogan do a podcast with himself, Alex Jones, Taylor Swift, Travis Kelsey, Aaron Rodgers, and Roger Goodell. They can all end the cast by singing Kumbaya, QAnon, Shaman can show up as a surprise guest. Think of the content for you. Let me tell you something, man. I could only hope. Of that list you just provided, let's guess who is most likely not to do it. Alex is there. It's Rogan's show. Uh, Aaron Rodgers is there. He's going to go Fauci on you. You know that. He'll go anytime. Um, Goodell might, no, Goodell would have to check with the owners first before he would show up. He would ask them first because he's a puppet. He doesn't do anything unless they tell him. But I'm willing to bet of that group of dudes, I'm thinking the one with maybe the most money doesn't show up. I'm thinking Taylor Swift would say no. And if Taylor Swift says no, says no, I'm thinking Rogers out too. At Jeff Ford show.
Hey, Satan, no one cares. Talk about sports. NFL will not risk pissing off their audience like Bud Light did. A lot of NFL fans are MAGA people. You know, I can, let me address that. Um, I don't know where to start with the Satan part, but okay. Um, yeah, well... The NFL's not stupid. Um, the NFL's not stupid in the entertainment business like Elon Musk is not is stupid in the entertainment business. The NFL doesn't want to blow $42 billion like Elon Musk wants to blow $42 billion. So I don't know who you're talking about pissing off their audience. How about just pissing off the money? How do you keep score, man? If the MAGA business was so good, how come Truth Social sucks under too? If the redneck audience is so desirable, how come nobody's making money at it? To use your logic, genius, Twitter should be doing better, not worse, to use your thoughtful analysis. You're in the entertainment business, man. They keep score one way. How's it working? Minus $42 billion, you're going to tell me is a good day? You think the NFL likes to lose money? Cedric Golden is a very famous writer for the Austin American Statesman. He heard no mentions of male gluteal aesthetic, thank goodness. Um, this is called buy or sell. There are five statements made. You're either buying or you're selling. You can agree or disagree. That's pretty much the simple way that buy or sell works. It's not crypto. It's not flipping houses. Two media legends, five topics, and a moment of jackassery. This is Buy or Sell. That's Buy or Freaking Sell. All right, here we go. Buy or Sell number one. The Cowboys are more likely to win out than the Eagles. Buy or Sell. Man, I'm buying because the Eagles just, just don't look right. And I know crack is whack and... I'm 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 off the wagon, Jeff Ward. I'm, I just fell off the wagon. Uh oh. I'm back in. The Eagles just look broken, and Jalen Hurts has fumbled in seven straight games. And when they come up against a team that can hit them in the mouth like Dallas, it it's it's really something to see. Now, the Eagles, I think, have an easier road. They play the Seahawks this week, and uh, they get the Cardinals, and then two against the Giants. That's an easy schedule on its surface, but they've been playing down to the competition. And I, I think that the Cowboys, uh, even though they've got playoff teams on the schedule, they're at Buffalo, a desperate Buffalo this week, and then they're at Miami, uh, which is always tough, and then Detroit, and then at Washington. Uh, it wouldn't shock me if both of these teams won out, but I think the Eagles are going to figure out a way to lose one of these, at least one of these next four, uh, probably on Sunday against the Seahawks. So um, I'm buying. Wow. I'm selling. Um, I am selling. I think, you know, a week ago I, w I would be buying, but only here's why I'm selling. One, you're right. The Eagles aren't right. And I don't know if this is really them or are they just that tired and that sluggish and that mistake prone. I don't know. But... Their path is light years easier than Dallas because Dallas all of a sudden now has to play teams with that are desperate. And I think two weeks ago, I assumed the teams like Buffalo, I figured they would mail it in after losing to Kansas City. The season would be over. They'd be in full dumpster fire mode, but they're not now. They got life. The Dolphins now have found, found a way to screw things up enough. They're desperate. Oh. They're going to play Dallas they're going to line up against Dallas and play like crazy. Detroit has found a way to screw things up. They've got to play Dallas and line up against Dallas and not pack it in and rest for the playoffs. So Dallas gets good, desperate teams. The Eagles, even if the Eagles are their B or C game, and they are this team, what they have down the stretch, Seattle, I think, is done. I, I'm disappointed in Seattle. I thought they were going to be better than this. They're not. So I think Seattle is probably more likely that they mailed it in than anyone. So I think the Eagles beat Seattle. I, I mean, yesterday before 7 p.m., I would have said the Giants have absolutely packed it in, and that's an easy game, but that's until the Sopranos got a hold of them, and now all of a sudden they matter. I mean, uh, but I'm, I'm actually going to say I think Dallas goes 3-1 and one down the stretch, and I think that's pretty good. 
I, I could see the Eagles running the table the rest of the way. I could. And either way, the Eagles are going to win the division. They're going to get the tiebreaker. <sighs> now, they lose down this. I mean, not if what you said happened. I mean, Dallas runs the table. Well, they're they, going to get no, the tiebreaker. If, if they both go 3-1, and one, or Dallas, if Dallas runs the table and the Eagles don't, then Dallas wins, of course. But if they're tied, the Eagles somehow have that tiebreaker, which I still don't understand. Yeah. I think Dallas goes three and one, which isn't so bad. Buy or freaking sell. ESPN listed as way too early Heisman candidates list for next season, and Texas quarterback Quinn Ewers will be in New York next year for the Heisman Trophy uh, presentation. Buy or sell? Man, that's 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 a good one. I, I, I'm going to have to sell. Um, I think he, if he comes back to Texas, I'm still selling because what is he coming back to? Here's my here's what I think's gonna happen. Xavier Worthy is a junior. He's gonna leave. The tight end Jatavian Sanders, he's a junior. He's gonna leave. Adonai Mitchell, the the touchdown machine wide out, he's gonna leave. Jonathan Brooks gonna be coming back from a torn ACL. Uh, the only thing he's got going for him is that offensive line's gonna be good. Now we don't know what the transfer portal holds, but he's cut but if we're looking at what they have now, he's gonna be having to break in a new set of weapons. And how to break that new set of weapons in and, and still put up Heisman-worthy numbers is very difficult. And also, he's missed six games over the last two years, so there's no guarantee that Quinn Ewers can go wire to wire. He's yet to do that. So, uh, talented kid. Uh, getting to uh, New York City is not easy, especially with the guys you got coming back. Shador Sanders probably going to be back. Carson Beck from Georgia, Jalen Milrow from Alabama, Ollie Gordon III from Oklahoma State, and Taj Brooks uh, from who just announced he's coming back to Texas Tech. So it's a quarterback's award, and I think Quinn Ewers is going to be uh, definitely an All Big Twelve, or excuse me, an All SEC candidate at quarterback. But uh, as far as getting to the New York City for the Heisman, I got to sell that. Wait, is he coming back to Texas or not? I don't know. I don't know. I'm, <laughs> that's that's a big if. I, I I told you last week. Yeah, I know. Night, I know. So I know. I it's I uh, that I would be. Sh- I that that kid Arch didn't come to sit for two years. I don't care how how Brady bunch his family is. He's still a Manning, and he didn't come to sit for two years. So I. I don't. I think Sarkeesian would love to have them both back. Who yeah, wouldn't? Of course. I mean, that guarantees that you're going to have a healthy quarterback. But uh, if I'm looking to go to the NFL and I'm Arch Manning, uh, I think the days of sitting for two years are, are gone. There are no Matt Castles nowadays. Well, there's Tommy DeVito's, but that's another story, another time. So does Quinn Ewers play at another school, or you think he's – the statement was – They've listed him as coming back. The ESPN listed him today as coming back and and a Heisman candidate. So you think he's a Heisman candidate if he goes somewhere else? No. Oh. I've never thought of him as a Heisman candidate, no. He played well. He's a good quarterback. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're talking about good quarterbacks and we're talking about Heismans. That's different. Um, I'm going to – you've made a good argument. I'm going to buy it. I'm saying it. I'm going to buy it. it. Because I'm going to well, buy it, and I'm going to buy it. Here's the jumping off point for buying it. Um, one, I think he does have to come back and play college football next year because I, I, I just, I think he's way down the draft board on quarterbacks. But you know, if the guy is cool with being a third rounder, then you know maybe he leaves. But if he comes back, his Heisman opportunity is actually in a few weeks. If, if he does well and Texas does well in the fake playoff that's not a playoff, but it's really four teams, let's say they beat Washington in a game that you know, they're going to have to beat Washington by scoring 50 or so, right? They have to score probably, yes. I mean, it's going to be a basketball score. They light up, Washington lights them up, Texas lights up Washington, it makes viewers look good again. If he has a good final four, that's his Heisman moment. So, 
I'm buying in that if that happens, it does probably because his name, he's got a Texas jersey on, although you're telling me he's not. But if he has a Texas jersey on and they're coming off a final appearance and it's a good appearance for Quinn Ewers, I think that's enough PR to get him to New York next year. I don't think he's it. I think Shadour Sanders is not only the best player in the game next year, I think he's the first pick in the draft next year if he has any help whatsoever. But it might be enough for Quinn Ewers to get to New York. Buy or freaking sell. The Kansas City Chiefs will be a playoff flameout. Buy or sell. Man, I'm I'm gonna sell, and I'm I just I hate him. I hate him right now. I hate Kadarius Tony. <laughs> he, like, he, wow. he cost cost us an all time moment. That was yeah, a yes. wonderful, wonderful football play, and he's just been a bonehead all season. One one great play in the Super Bowl does not make your career. Yep. So he's on chopping block. I think um, I'm gonna sell it because Mahomes always seems to figure it out in the playoffs. He has the worst receivers in the league, and Travis Kelsey's energies are seemingly been spent on other things. Leave it at that. But I'm selling because the AFC is in shambles. Uh, the Buffalo Bills, if they figure out a way to get in, they could they could actually make a run. The Ravens are decent, but there's no Mark Andrews. Uh, Joe Burrow's out, so the Bengals are out. Um, Jacksonville, maybe, but they're up and down as well. Uh, so I just think the AFC, isn't it weird that about four weeks ago, we just knew the AFC was way, way deeper than the NFC, but now we know the Super Bowl champ is coming out of the NFC. I think I'm selling it, which means I'm not saying the Chiefs are going to make it to the Super Bowl because. I, I don't know who's making it, but it just doesn't seem like them. But a playoff flameout to me means they're going to lose their first game. I still think the worst-case scenario is the Chiefs still make it to the AFC Championship game. So I'm selling. I'm selling, too. Um, because, yeah, it's a, it's a train wreck. I mean, if you tell me somebody has Miami losing at home to the Titans, uh, they're on crack. You tell me with the roster that Jacksonville has to be kind of a mess that they are, I would have never believed that. I would have bet the house, in fact, did bet some of the house on Jacksonville before the season started. So I can't figure out any of these teams. And so I'm, I'm going to sell too. I think Kansas City actually ends up in the championship game because they're not, I mean, yes, Kelsey's different. And yes, the receivers suck, but their defense is good enough. It's not like Mahomes isn't missing a beat. He's hitting guys in the hands. Mahomes is just as good as he's ever been. He has every right to be pissed. Not about the call. He has a right to be pissed at his teammates. The defense has a right to be pissed. They're close enough that I think if they just catch a ball or two, they're in the AFC Championship game because nobody else is good enough to knock them out. So I, I, I could I see them there. I mean... Buffalo gave him all Buffalo had. Josh Allen was as good as he could be again. And and the Chiefs are six inches of being stupid away from winning that game. And we're having a different conversation today. So I don't think they're that far away from being the second best team in the AFC. And that's not a great I thing. Think both, but, I, but I don't think they're yeah, that far I, away. I don't either. And I think Baltimore's got a shot to, to do something. They, they seem to... Have, have really responded even though they lost their best yeah. tight end and Mark Andrews. Uh, Lamar played pretty well this weekend. But who else? I mean, who would you say right now that you could expect to, you think Miami is going to go run through Kansas City? You think Jacksonville is? I, I don't see it. Here's the, here's the one thing I'll say. The Chiefs struggle to score points and if anything, if you get, if you get Miami on that at that home field in Miami and it's Tyreek Hill doesn't get hurt uh, and they're playing uh, with all the marbles. I think Miami is soft as tissue paper, but I still think that they would probably outscore the Chiefs, even though I would never bet real money against Patrick Mahomes. I've made that mistake before. I won't make it again. But they are, yeah, yeah, they only, they're only going to score 24 against the Bills at home, but that 24 is good enough. Had they, had, had, 
Had they not done something shockingly stupid, Pop Warner-like stupid, they score 24 at home and win, and I'm thinking, wow, they can be awful on offense and still win by only giving up 20. That's a good, that's a good day if you've got Patrick Mahomes. And they're figuring out a way to win without super weapons like they used to have. Yeah. No Tyreek Hill. And uh, they really miss him. Mahomes found a way last year, but I think those chickens may be coming home to roost right now. Buy or freaking sell. The Texans are on their way to blowing their playoff chances. Buy or sell. Man, I gotta buy. They that that was such Jeez. a great chance Jeez. to to go to go eight and five. Yeah, beat the New York. I mean, just all you had to do was beat the New York Jets. Yeah, I mean, it's the New York yeah. Jets. I mean, yeah. how crappy yeah. are the New York Jets this year? And you give up a thirty burger to a team, and 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 you gotta listen. Listen to these scores for the Jets. I'm just gonna put. I'm just gonna tell you what they scored in the game. 13, 6, 12, 6, 13, 8, and then they scored 30. Yeah. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Everything we said about the Texans leading into this went went, went totally wrong. Yeah. And there is no explanation for it. They just didn't show up. And I think it's probably going to cost them in the end. Um, Jacksonville is is way talented, and they're going to probably figure out a way, or even the Colts, how to win the AFC South. The The Texans have, they got Tennessee twice in the last four games, but they got to play Cleveland, which is never easy with that defense, and then they're at Indy. It's navigable, but after this, after the way they played against the Jets, uh, who's to who's to say that they're going to go three and one down stretch? If they had an eight and five on their ledger, they could probably go two and two, and be okay. But I just don't think that um, I don't I don't think that eight wins or nine wins is going to be enough for them to secure a playoff. So, yeah, they're on their way to blowing it. I buy. Yeah, that that is a complete. I'm buying too. That what a buzzkill said. Zach Wilson, it takes Zach Wilson four games to throw for 300 yards and score 30 points. The guy who wasn't playing and didn't want to play and got stuck in there again lit up the Houston Texans and their defensive genius coach. And yeah, the game does matter. It's not a it's not a September-October throwaway game. It was an absolute... I mean, that game really counts against them. I, I just I can't believe... With all that happened on that day, you can't find enough organization and incentive to beat Zach Wilson. I, I just you got to go in there thinking all you got to do is score seventeen points. Seventeen points. You can't give up three hundred yards to Zach Wilson. Nobody does that. Nobody. No one. No one. And when you when you are, it's not like I said. It's not a September game when you said, "Oh man, we were tired." It's not Dallas losing to Arizona. It's not that. It's it's freaking December, and you're playing for your playoff life, and you let that happen. I uh, and you know you have teams coming up, yeah, that you can beat. That you can beat. You probably went in there thinking, "Oh, all right, this is a dub. We 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 got CJ Stroud, and I suppose we didn't bring up he got a concussion. Yeah, he may not play this week. Right? No, I I'm. I, I hate to bail on him so fast, but you know that was tragic and horrible enough to to bail. So I, I'm buying, and I, I do think I. In fact, I would say we don't even have to make it sort of present tense. I think they blew their playoff chances. Yeah, I think it's over. Yeah, I think it's over, and too bad for them because yeah. that would have that would have put them one step ahead in the rebuild under D'Amico Ryan's, and it put them. That would have put them a step ahead, a year ahead of schedule, because we didn't really think they'd win more than five games this year. I did lose money on that one. Yeah, same here. But he, he can't see if you agree with this. He can't be coach of the year now. Oh God, no, no, no. He okay, just good. threw it away. No, no. He's I mean, I think CJ no. Stroud is still going to be rookie of the year. I, I'm good with that. But for D'Amico Ryan's and all, you know, all the good stuff everyone is saying, and all the defensive genius and blah blah blah. Uh, you, you, Zach Wilson scored thirty points on you. I mean, you just you can't live that down. You can't. You can't unsee it. You cannot unsee that. <laughs> 
buy or freaking sell. All right, final buy or sell with three wins in a row, including a win over the Packers on Monday night. Giants quarterback Tommy DeVito is becoming a New York rock star. <laughs> buy or sell. My sell. Come on, guys. I mean, come on. <laughs> it's Tommy DeVito. It's, it's not, he's not even the most famous DeVito in New York. I mean, that's Danny. That's Louis De Palma. That's his uncle. And so, you know, that was great. Wasn't it good? Wasn't it, wasn't it great to have two games on last night and know you weren't missing anything by not watching the second one? Because <laughs> I, I watched like two seconds of Green Bay, New York Giants, and the only reason I did that is because Peyton and Eli were on, and yeah. I, they kept switching back and forth. And I wanted to see where Kirk Cousins was talking about since he cost me a fantasy league championship. Um, I um. I don't. I, I just don't. See, it's it's Tommy DeVito. Who who cares? And the Giants are done. They've been done. And um, congratulations on being better than Daniel Jones. Great, just great. So um, good. Good. It's good that the New York people have something to talk about because the Knicks aren't setting the world on fire, and the, the Jets finally scored thirty points. You don't have to add in three games to get to thirty. So, but it's been a really bad year for New York sports. And if Tommy DeVito lights your fire, then you're happy smoking. I'm selling. Do you hate the Sopranos? I love the Sopranos. Well, what are you doing, man? I mean, did you you got to take the you got to take the whole thing in? Did you not see his agent down on the field with a black hat on and look like that guy? I didn't watch the game. Oh, okay, well you, you missed it because his agent is down on the okay, first of all, the dad has all the gold chains. Um, the agent is straight from the Sopranos. Like, I, I think any moment had things gone wrong, he's going to hit somebody in the legs with a bat. Like, this dude, <laughs> it's, it's like, it's perfect. I mean, it just, it's perfect. Um, the kid oh is, God. he shows up at the news conference. He's got ch- gold chains. Um, oh, no. I, I think he's kind of a rock star. I do. Uh, I think New York likes the story. The fact that he's from Jersey, the fact that his agent's down there looks like he's from Jersey too. The fact that Dad looks like he's from Jersey because they all are, um, and it's kind of working. He played. I got to say, I, I mean, I made fun, we all made fun of him. I watched um, in sort of morbid fascination the first game that he played was some of the worst football I've ever seen in my life. And last night. The dude took them on a two-minute drill and made plays and made throws. And this is against the Packers, and now the Giants, I know it's hard to comprehend, the Giants have playoff life. They only trail the Packers by a game for the wild card. Now, that's how pathetic the bottom end of that division is, but still... If you take it all in, if you take the clip of his agent down, <laughs> you got to look it up. It was I'm, on the Manning I'm, cast. I'm they started talking right now. Oh, like, my God. Yeah, and the guy, the guy's awesome. Fedora. He's in all black, and he's got this fedora on. And tell me that the guy, if, if the guy, if like you said something to him, some big goon is going to come up and hit you in the back, right? Or he might. He might. <laughs> yeah. So, oh, I my just, God. That, that is straight up Joe Pesci out exactly. of Goodfellas. Exactly. Straight up. Yeah, and he... How he got, you know, of course he got to the sidelines. I mean, I don't know. He's just down there wandering around, talking to people, and he looks like he's off five dudes already today. So I like it. Eli Manning apparently called him slimy. Oh, and uh, he he clapped back at Eli. I bet. um, Because Eli called him Sean Slimy Stilato. (laughs) I got some intel from some of my boys. That was the nickname in college, Slimy. Thank you for that information. But Stilato called into WFAN this morning and squashed it, saying no one calls him slimy. Uh-oh. So if Eli Manning swims with the fishes, we'll know why. <laughs> you better better check underneath the car. Um, his, na- his name is Stilato? Uh-huh. Even Stilato. better. See, even better. Like, the whole thing is just coming together, man. I... I know it's only three games. I know. And it's the bottom, you know, the, the bottoms of both the divisions is just, it's shockingly bad on both sides, how the bottom falls out after you get fat past the first three or four. But I, I think in New York, they're going crazy over this. Um, I'm not, remember, remember uh, what was the guy for the Knicks? Lynn Sanity. Remember that? Jeremy Lynn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Basketball player. Right, yeah. right. Um, 
That's that, how that was. That was big. That was a movement. That, that was, was a movement. A movement. I, I'm not ready to say Tommy DeVito, Danny is is moving to that sort of echelon, but I think in New York they're trying, and I I kind of like it. And now we got the agent Stilato involved. We got some goons involved. We got gold chains. I, I, I'm buying this. I think the kids, and he handles himself really well. He's really unassuming in the in the news conference. The uh, and I tell you what's funny. Is Brian Dayball really likes him and really s- says great things about him publicly, of which he never says about Daniel Jones? I'm not I know saying he likes Daniel Jones. I, I'm not saying this kid, Danny DeVito, Tommy DeVito. I don't even know if he ever starts a game next year. But I'm I'm going to buy the rock star thing. The rock, I wasn't going to buy it until I saw the agent. Once I saw that dude with the fedora and all black, I said, <laughs> "That's it, man. This all works. It's all coming together now." Uh, I, I would have bought it if I'd seen the fedora before. Isn't, isn't, it, isn't uh, it amazing? And the black pinstripe yeah. suit with the with the no, black no. <laughs> with the black turtleneck. Yeah, exactly. I mean, he's gonna he's leaving that. He's going straight. He's going straight to a meeting. Yeah. And you know, it's not one of those good meetings. Oh no, no, no. He's uh he's gonna knock someone out for cash here after a while, no doubt. That dude is. <laughs> stop by his mom. Stop by his mom's and borrows trouble. He is all in, man. He's all in. I, I'm buying it. I think uh, I just I I like it. I hope I hope they win again. I mean, I, it's like the one of the feel good feel good stories of the NFL this year. This has a chance to be kind of a good feel good story, kind of a fun story, and the league desperately needs it because the bottom half is so bad. I hope they win again. I hope they get in the playoffs. I hope they shock somebody, and I hope every single game, Mister Stilato is right there on the sidelines, in black, in all black, in all black. Other guys are going to be scared to sack his client. <laughs> They're going to look over there and say, sack. "Man, if I hit, if I hit, if I late, if I late hit Devito, I'm a, de- I'm a dead man." <laughs> sack might mean whack. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. He's going to be peer. You're going to be over to the sidelines, just staring at dudes, so they know you hit my guy. You're going to pay a price. How did Devito run for 175 yards? It's he, like they didn't want to touch him. Exactly. Exactly, and he was—you he, know—the guy's a pretty decent athlete. The Packers, he can move. He the can Packers move. actually had somebody to play for, and the Giants beat him. I just think the league is just figuring out a way to be mediocre overall, and that's not once, good for us. Once you get past on each side, tell me, tell me how fast the bottom falls out. Go to the AFC side right now. The best three or four right now. Go. Baltimore, Kansas City, Miami. That's it. That's it. And then it's just a yeah, mess. Man. It's a mess after that. Go to the NFC side, and the top three are plainly obvious. And then anybody any good after those three? That means that first weekend of playoffs, that wild card weekend is going to be some bad football. Very bad football. The only hope we got is Mr. Salado on the sidelines. That's all we got. Hope He's gonna, so. If the, if the Manning cast is smart, and I think they are, guess who's They'll on next on. week? Got to be on this. Got to be on because he and Eli have beef, and Eli needs to Eli needs to go ahead and squash that now before <laughs> it gets really serious. Please, Mister Stilato, <laughs> please no. <laughs> Just a ring. All right, man. Sad as always. Good stuff. Good talking to you. All right, later, man. This is buy or sell.